result. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> Come on out, you rapist! Wow. We are in control now. We got Jews in the house. Yes, y'all, that's right, infidels, here in the end of days with the alien invasion, the road to immortality on pay-per-view, cannabis culture surrounding you, and the fire within. It's Hacker Hameen, it's Strangler Steve, about to take you down to the mat, make you tap out in the veteran locker room. Get stretched, channelattitude.com. The Friday Locker Room. YOLO! <laughs> oh, yes, 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 yes. We're back, you guys, and thanks for joining us here at ChannelAttitude.com exclusively for the Veteran Friday locker room, and um, definitely looking forward to these shows this week so much. Whether it was with Stevie and Vince, or uh, being able just to get away from the 115 hours of business we're putting in here and be creative and talk about some phony wrestling. And there's nobody I'd rather have in the office with me this morning than the office god himself, <laughs> the Striz Strangler Steve, hot off the Wednesday locker room. Good morning, my friend. Hey, what's going on? And they believe it or not, the lock the Wednesday locker room got posted on wednesday this week. Oh, <laughs> that's how busy PM. i was yesterday bro 11 45 p.m but it was still technically wednesday <laughs> I see, I don't turn heat on me they went out at like eight, eight they went out at like 7 47 yesterday oh you're somebody full of shit time, no somebody checked the timestamp. i walked to the door at 7 15 and by 747, that motherfucker was on Podbean. I don't want oh, to. Oh, you're out of here. You're out of your mind. Let's go back. Because by so eight, I was on air by doing AEW self-help oh, group. So fuck thing. you. <laughs> <laughs> See, yeah, that's we, how the high office plays it right there. Yeah, he wanted yeah. to fucking go over, but I wasn't. I, but I'm holding my back. Like, I looked at like, uh, oh, man, I tweeted it out. <laughs> I honestly don't remember what time I tweeted yeah. it out, but I went to go check it for the 900th time to see if it had been posted, <laughs> thinking, no, it probably has. And then I go, oh, shit, there it is. And I put, put it out there. But it was as soon as I noticed it was out there. So who knows? Yeah, I, guess I, get, I, I guess I got tired checking. <laughs> no, I yeah, that's a good ball bust. And shout out to Billy Ray Valentine, who had to me early in the morning as well, but I was on the road and uh had to wait to get back into the missile silo in the command center after doing it. Was a, it was a fun show. Hope everybody listens to it. I put it out there on Twitter if you haven't if you haven't seen it yet or heard it yet. It was a fun one. We had it up on YouTube Live. We were having some listeners Great. come in and ask questions, and it was, it was it was a really fun show. So if you haven't listened to it yet, go ahead and uh, listen to the dulce, what do they call it, the dulcing tunes of uh, no. mm -hmm. uh, Andrew Bellow's voice and uh, Billy Ray Valentine's <laughs> wit. It was it was a good show, and uh, we talked about favorite candy. So I'm gonna ask you, Ben, uh, what Ooh. was your favorite candy growing up? Double shot with the Ben. Poof, that hurt. I know, right? When, yeah. So when you were growing up, what was, or even now, like, what's that one candy where you're just like, man, oh, that's my shit right there. Yeah, I am a fucking shitty candy junkie, right? So you remember in the TCW shows 
when I would bring bags of candy from the dollar yeah. store and put it in the girl position. Yeah, and we would just, just eat candy all night. Yeah, it's great though. But uh, yeah, it, I mean, it's terrible for you, man. But when you're talking that pure sugar, uh, I'm, I'm a super uh, gummy sour guy. So Sour Patch Kids for me were always it. And uh, that goes back to my early days in the theater, getting them out of uh, the concession stand there mm-hmm. and stuff, mm-hmm. you know, on a Saturday morning after acting classes. So that's cool. Yeah, that that always I always have that. But then there's an old school candy. And I, I went on a bender maybe three years ago. Ben Doer went on a bender. And and that is uh, Boyer smoothie cups. And if ah, you know Mellow yes. Cups, they're yeah. Mellow. It's the same candy company, Boyer. I believe they're out of Pennsylvania. I really do want to go on this tour as well. But I had looked into it during COVID and everything was shut down But uh, to see if they had it. But it's an it's a very old company that's been around. They were making before Reese's, Pe- yeah, yeah, before Reese's Peanut Butter Cups was even a thing. I believe that the Boyer Mellow Cup was mm-hmm. like, you know, a more known product mm-hmm. in the 50s and 60s. And then they do what they're called smoothies. You big smoothie. Uh, you can get them on Amazon, but it's a butterscotch cup with peanut butter on the inside and small broken up peanuts on it as well. So that said, good. yeah, and, and the the quality's better than Reese's. And yeah. what mm-hmm. what is they keep old school, and this is the the funniest part because it costs them more to probably do it. But inside, and 80s kids will understand this, who sent in proof of purchases for things for G.I. Joes and had to mail them and shit like that, right? You know what? Fuck. Do I even have them here? I might have ditched them all. Um, But I had a stack of them. But inside of the Boyer, it looks like the package for a Reese's Peanut Butter Cup. There'd be Mm -hmm. a piece of cardboard in, yep. in the bottom and you pull it out and have f- two stamps on it like a five and a 10 or a 25 sometimes you get a 10 and a 50 points and then if you accrued 500 if your fat ass accrued 500 points <laughs> <laughs> however long that took you could then put them in an envelope mail them to pennsylvania to boyer to cash in and they'd send you back one dollar <laughs> so so like the can't remember uh, collecting campbell's soup uh, labels as a kid (laughs) things like that but yeah they still do that and i never (laughs) yeah i i I think i had like one time 370 and they were just you know on my desk here i got rid of them but uh i've never been that much of a fat ass like what is that feeling like that you know, well, I better. I got the points. Better get my dollar. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The stamp cost you fifty fucking cents to mail it now to get a dollar yeah. back, bro. <laughs> so great. good. So good. But then, uh, then, uh, put inflation in there. Yeah. What's your? What was your answer, Stris? Well, my, my my answer was um, Reese's peanut butter cups. That was my go to. It's like that the best. But mm-hmm. uh, if, if it's a non chocolate peanut butter candy, I'd have to say I think Sprees are like. Right up there because those like sideburns, sideburns like Skittles and Sprees. That's what he likes too. I'm not a big Skittles guy, so I don't like stuff that's chewy because I always feel like he's gonna pull my friggin' fillings out or something. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, but, like I know Josh used to love Skittles and uh, um, Starburst was his shit for so long. Yeah. We'd be going to shows, he'd have the sleeve of Starburst and he'd be popping them back like, oh, oh yeah. So the thing it always tastes good, but I just can't stand that chewiness. 
I, I like I like taffy stuff, chewy stuff like that too. So I definitely can, but I try and stay away from it as much as I can. But I yeah. usually I break once a week, and I gotta have a little something, whether it's yeah. a sideburns or raw or something like that. The, you know, but there's a dollar store up the road for me that's right next to a Little Caesars. Whenever there's a, like a pay per view on, mm-hmm. we'll get a Little Caesars pizza, and while you know we put the order in on your phone, we'll go to the dollar store and pick out a couple of snacks. So I'll usually get a box of sprees and uh, sweet tarts. Nice. And then, you know, after the pizza, when we're watching the, the matches, just sitting there, just popping them back. Like, sure. I, I like, uh, you know, obviously peanut butter cups are great too. No one's going to be like, they suck. Uh, but yeah. uh, Reese's Pieces, I liked over M&M's uh, almost always as well. And yeah, uh, man, the, pe- peanut butter stuff, uh, I definitely get down with too. So, but the, nothing hits harder than those uh, SPK Sour Patch Kids. And they really have been like just blues, just orange, and yeah. different things. You're like, God damn, these are good. I get these away from me. Because recently on the news, I actually had like a thing of like, the, the top 10 candies selling in the u.s and sour patch kids are like number three yeah they've done they're all over for sure man uh and then they went even out into like energy drink flavors and all that shit so you know we got that uh but who knows uh what the (laughs) the lack of nutritional value and cancer causing agents inside uh, (laughs) right right they make you jowls just (laughs) Next day you'll be shitting through a fucking screen pretty much as well. So <laughs> you know that all that sugar. It sometimes it is. I definitely agree. Uh, and it was a big week, man. We're coming off of SummerSlam. I know you guys did a great review there for uh, Wednesday Locker Room, so I appreciate that. Stevie and I try to recap some stuff with uh, the SmackDown Live on Russo's side together, and then the most ridiculous stuff to me is. SummerSlam, uh, born to be wild, the biggest party of the summer, pal. And uh, <laughs> on Raw, we have no follow-up business for no. almost anybody, dude. Yeah, I'm yeah, like, what very the strange. fuck? I, I punched up something quick on, I think the Raw review of you had Logan Paul and Ricochet open solid, and especially for what you think you know a celebrity should be doing and what Logan Paul does to deliver. Logan Paul hops on probably McMahon's private jet, mm-hmm. goes and walks his brother out. It flies from Detroit to Houston, walks his brother out at the fucking show. Totally awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Like that makes you a star, right? Yeah. Yeah. Where the fuck was Ricochet to hide away in the luggage compartment or whatever? I don't give a fuck. Or rent his own plane. Or Logan Paul had his own jet. And we see Ricochet get on the WWE jet. You know what I mean? Yeah. Tail him. And then when Jake Paul comes back from his fake fight with Nate Diaz, fucking Ricochet jumps them both right there to build, to have them both come to Raw for a tag match setup. You know what I mean? Or, or, or get any heat that way. Or Ricochet brags and out they come. Or Ricochet brags and brings out Nate Diaz to set up for a fucking tag rematch in yeah. WWE, bro. Z- Ricochet, was he even in that? He was just in a fatal four-way? Was that what he did? Or was he not even on the show? That's how little it fucking means, dude. You're yeah. on you, you're working the celebrity. There's big headlines, and fuck it between Saturday and I, Monday. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I you know, I can see somebody pitching that and then someone going, No, not Ricochet. Like then you're gonna have to have the singles. Then I would go, Why the fuck is this match even on the show? Right. <laughs> so they can do flips. <laughs> but I mean the tag match can have flips. I mean that would but it's like you can almost see somebody go, Yeah. I, you know, we, we just did that so they can show what they can do, but we're really not looking to push Ricochet as a star. But yeah. There you go. I, 
I could have seen Nate Diaz going, that fight, I, that fight I fought was fake. You know it was fake, yeah. bitch. And they pay me. Now get in the ring here in WWE where it's yeah, real exactly and fucking that. fight me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, that, that, that would pop, right? Like, yeah. yeah. Uh, but that's you said not how to push people in those fights. I mean, Jake Paul's getting over like a motherfucker making those big money fight deals. I mean, yeah. shit, no wonder he's been holding out from WWE. He's probably like, I'm making way too much money doing these fights every six months why would i do the rest yeah, dude thing? i yeah. would do both like fucking a like I, I just think that was a big opportunity because everyone's like how are you gonna get ricochet over okay they just had a sick match and nothing okay all right good good job everybody yeah. we did fuck all like yeah i just we don't understand how people are on a creative team of 20 making millions upon millions of dollars and these things aren't even <laughs> addressed at all you know yeah. what i mean they haven't seen anything like that logan paul thing like where he worked and then went and did something else no. just like the original all-in when jericho worked and then took a plane and hit up did the fozzy concert with the uh Zero Miedo makeup on yeah. came in and did the double switch there, and that's and that was like what 2017. So it's been a while since somebody pulled something like that off. So it was a it very was Rick Rude cool trick, right? Yes, yeah, yeah. Well, he didn't do it over the course of a week, he did it right, in the course right, of a few yeah. hours, which is right. It just neat. looked on TV like it was in the course of a few hours where Rude was on the shows in a week, yeah, right? Yeah, he was yeah. on the same show that night back to back, but like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it was uh, it showed superstar style, and we didn't even do the business we should have. The match should have been great, and then Ricochet should have attacked him backstage up there, yeah. and now we set up for another celebrity run. But everybody's a lazy cocksucker who doesn't fucking follow through on anything, but they yeah, pat themselves there on the definitely back. definitely feels like there's a certain type of cruise control on right now that uh, yeah. they're just not switching anything to, we're just study the course and we're just it's we're the just same old argument that. they're like what do they know I, we just got 9.3 billion dollars and i'm like yeah doing dog shit imagine right. if you did it right when you, you could have made 75 billion yeah dollars. you fucking moron stop glad head patting yourself on the yeah. back about every goddamn thing yeah. um even though we spoke off camera and we had quite an office day yesterday, two CW-wise, uh, you had sent me this, and I said this will be the hot news. And I did get blown up with it. I was kind of offline uh, from the wrestling world, but definitely something that's a uh, hot button in the Hameen Media Group. 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 Join that, the new uh, Hameen Media Group. On Facebook, and uh, everybody's hanging out over there. Some even new high-level members, uh, some gear makers I saw who did LA Knight's uh, trunks and Cody's uh, jacket for SummerSlam is in there. So mm-hmm. I heard a couple of the boys are in there too. Yeah, a couple of the boys and the mentors. So it's the best, uh, you know, online Facebook wrestling. Whoa. There is. So uh, uh, why not join over there? Have a good time. But this was in there. Good home taste. Um, Congratulations on the engagement to Rhea Ripley and uh, Buddy Murphy. Um, And this that's from Rhea's WWE. uh, Rhea Ripley underscore WWE Instagram uh, says a thousand percent. Yes. Pure fucking happiness. Um, I mean, Dom Dom must be heartbroken. Dude, I mean, uh, as a fan, uh, you got to kind of be heartbroken of like we're it trying kills to. The whole thing, man, just kills it. And that, and you, and, the, and like that's almost a line in the sand to like. Uh, let, let me pitch it to you. Make you the heel here. Yeah, go ahead. You, I mean, you're the, it. You're yeah. 
you're in the office. Mm-hmm. You're the you're the guy who can fucking hand out fines. You're in the Mark Carano, John Laurinaitis spot. And that goes down. Now she comes in and you got to do hand her a fine and an officer about her uh, uh, posting a, about her real life joys on Instagram. Mm-hmm. You have to be that much of a killer. Uh, you know, do what do you do in that scenario based off of what you're trying to do on camera with her and what this guy who was released and works for the company is doing and what that optic is for you as the guy yeah. who's got to toe the line, Ms. Oh, Bruce right. Dude, 10 grand out the window right there. Boom. Okay. Gone. <laughs> Happy and, engagement. Fuck yeah. you, 10 grand. That's what yeah. I like. Okay. 10 grand out the window. And uh, now we have to stop the business with her and Dominic immediately. And we're pushing Dominic because he's going to come off of a heartbreak. So that's going to piss him off and motivate him. So he's going up. And, and she she's going to. And she starts twirling down. She drops and, the belt almost right you away. This. You remember how over Rusev was and Lana was? Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden they, they had, we're doing this split up thing where, you know, whatever. Uh, they had Lana doing this without, you know. Uh, Bobby Lashley. Bobby Lashley. And yeah. Rusev's still out there, you know, kicking ass and taking names. Oh, we're engaged, everybody. Then what happened? That was it. Like literally, they both were done yep. until they were gone from the company. Like they yep. just Lana went through a table fifteen weeks in a row from, uh, uh, you know, what's her name, uh, Nia Jax, Nia, and, uh, and uh, pretty much Rusev was taken off the of TV or lost every match he was in that going forward because they just took six months of television and flushed every single you know segment that cost the company fifty grand to produce, which is you know the amount of TV time. You know, every time you're on a a segment of TV, it's at least fifty grand worth of television. A minute, time. Uh, more than more than that. Yeah. We broke it down based off of uh, it's well, maybe it's like twenty eight thousand eight hundred dollars a minute. So yeah, if you have a five minute sag, you're at one hundred and thirty grand. Yeah, so you just did, did that and flush it all down the toilet. How do you think the company who's been investing all that money into you is going to take these things? How how do you not even like being Rhea learn from that? And I have a feeling, and, here's, and I, I don't know these two from a hole in the wall. I do not. But something tells me that I almost feel that Rhea was pushed into doing this because she saw all the heat she was getting online when she would post the stuff with her and Dom. People loved it. They loved it, and they loved to hate it, and they loved to put it over, and they loved to job it. But it only seemed like Buddy was the one that always was the one shitting on Rhea's business with Dom. Like sitting on her lap at the. It would always be like I I get to I get to squeeze that ass or whatever. He had to get a word in, no matter what. When people were loving the stuff with her and Dom, he had to. It was like really fucking with him mentally. Like he had to let people know, no, 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 no. I'm with her. I'm really with her. But he—that's a fake thing that they're doing. That's a fake TV wrestling angle. But I really get to see her bum. And is he using her? Is he you? I mean, what you're saying is he's using her because they, even at Mania, even though you should be able to go with your significant other and and be a red carpet event. Yeah, Yeah. you had Aleister Black doing it. You had him doing it, and uh, somebody else was there, right? That's in the relationship where probably uh, Idolo Andrade, Andrade, right? So everybody's there doing their little. No, this is our real life, and we're honoring our careers as opposed to like. What what's the reality? Somewhere in a car ride on the way back, the House of Black is going. Oh, yeah. 
how we gonna who we gonna hit up yep. when we get there and and how we gonna run this. You hit him up and then I'll come yeah. up to him later and we'll fucking da 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 da. You so hit him from this side. I'll hit him from this side. Right, and 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 the, and and the shark that you're coming at sees you coming and knows exactly what you're doing. Of so it's then, so obvious though. Yeah, That's the thing to me. So obvious. I expect it, and then when they do it, I'm like, oh, you just eating right out of my hand, kid. You're doing exactly what you're not supposed to be doing, and it's, it, it would hurt his business. I would. Be like, we can't bring him back. Look at what he did. He ruined six months of hard work, and he doesn't even work here. Imagine if he was yeah. here shitting on everything. Right. So after that, and, and his and and um, like I said, this is the dark part of the worker, <laughs> dark side of the force that we fucking Sith have to fucking say on veteran locker room shows. I'm not trying to say they're not in love and that she doesn't love them and da 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 da, but her posting that as her politicking to get him back on camera to do something now that's why i think it was it was it was his idea more than it was her idea because why she's openly hurting her spot on television she has to know that yeah i i I think so too right right there's no way if it's a well i'm gonna get heat at home if i don't do this professionally like i've never seen a guy Try to fuck with his girl's business as much as this buddy Matt wasn't, thing. Wasn't there rumor and, and shout out to this guy pulling top 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 uh, levels uh, tail? But uh, wasn't there rumors that he was like controlling over Alexa Bliss too? I, I thought yeah. I saw that in the in the chat. I don't know, but like if hey, if this guy's pulling Alexa Bliss and Ray Ripley, he must have a fucking eight to ten on him. <laughs> <You know? laughs> no one on that know. guy. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, like, uh, I, I just don't know why he'd want, like, his girl's making probably the best money she's going to make, and uh, he's he's openly effing with her business. I mean, it's not yeah. like he could be possibly making, hot, like, how much in AEW. Like, maybe that's the thing. It's like, hey, maybe we'll get rid of you and I'll bring you over to AEW. Well, the the what I heard the stooge was, and I don't know if it worked for all of House of Black, but when Alistair Black was doing all those fucking car promos and blowing all his heat, and then they were gonna bring him back and da da da, he walked in ready to quit, and uh, after doing all that shit and getting heat, and he walked out with a raise. So who knows if it was like what what they're working TK for over there? It's interesting now. That being said, I like I would take the belt off her and spin her down too. Like, and that's the real office answer of what is probably being said behind closed doors, even though she's red hot. If they got heat with this guy doing that and her being that far inside the bubble, being as tone deaf, like like, like let's say she is thinking that she's that over and can get away with it, as opposed to any worker worth their salt is gonna go, that's not a good move to make, you know what I mean? <laughs> What do you like? You you spin her down. You can't bring him back because he never was really over. He was always a kick around guy. This would in his mind, in the dirty worker mind, like I said, the Sith mind. This is his chance to get back and get over. And at the at the root level of your relationship, even if it's unsaid, you're using the other person to some degree. Yeah. To me, he just hanged himself because if I was the one in the office, I'd be like. Like I said, there's no way we're bringing this guy back. They just took shit on everything we've done with Dom to get him over, to get him heat. Mm -hmm. It's helped her, too. Let's not, you know, let's... And Dom's guilty of it, too, posting with his fucking fiance. You know what I mean? No, I missed that. That Uh, that was like six months ago. Okay. Well, that's that's just the shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then his girl's probably like, I don't want people to think you really like that girl. Yeah. But here's the thing. Obviously, in my mind, nobody cracked down on him 
because he's on the push, be going to Mania because there's money and value there, and he's got, uh, you know, the story's good with him. But if they would have hammered him, she wouldn't have posted that. She wouldn't right. have come out to fucking do that. Yeah, so if they they're... slapped him on the wrist for sure. She would have been like, oh, I don't know. They really put the boots to Dom for about six weeks after he did yeah. that. I don't know, maybe we should hold off or just keep it quieter. Yeah. You know, maybe have a fucking my regular person account where everybody's blocked except for your friends and family, your closest, you know, 50 people in your life, grandma, auntie, Sue, and whoever else. Right. You know, your cousins from in, who live in Australia or whatever. And then you have your professional one where, you know, you're not, you know, the, per, the personal one should be like blocked from anybody other than you're very, very, you know, your shit can't be retweeted. You know what I mean? Like, protect your stuff. You know, if you want to put it out there, you have your like own. Like, You've been working so hard for years to Why get to you? this spot and now yeah. you're there and you're going to do this. Like, is that just the millennial sickness of the addiction to Instagram and thinking that? Even though I have Ray Ripley underscore WWE is my fucking I'm, I'm title. I'm what I said about it. I think yeah. he, I think Matt Buddy was probably like, "You're gonna put it out online, right? Let everybody mm. know, right?" Because I don't think in his head he can deal well with this. People it's, think that her and Don are really together. I can't, I can't have that. Yeah, it's, like, it's in his head like he's getting fucked over somehow. Like, dude, relax. Let her make as much money as you can. It's gonna benefit you too. You know what I mean? Like, just, yeah. just shut the fuck up. Just shut the fuck up. I, and I, I can't confirm any of this because I haven't seen the video. <laughs> but, uh, uh, you know, you hear all this shit and you, you don't know what's true and what isn't. Obviously, that picture yeah, is, you know, you know there. But uh, I hear inside that uh, Twisted Carney Wrestling uh, uh, CQA society down there that there's a lot of uh, hot swapping going on, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of a lot of things perversion wise. Who knows if uh, Velveteen Dreams got his phone set up in the corner someplace? <laughs> <laughs> so, but that's all oh, here. That's that? all hearsay. That's all hearsay. You know that, but that's what you get here on the Friday locker room. I, I yeah. can't confirm the. Somebody night. find Velveteen Dream and get back to us. Where the hell is he now? He's still off the face of the earth. I I would check uh, all the bathhouses in Orlando. <laughs> That'd be my first guess. Oh uh, man, um, hanging know, out with the YMCA, uh, yeah, yeah, probably at this time because all he can afford. Uh, dude, uh, this one uh, got me, but I'll get to it, uh, even though it's a rib story. But uh, the Booker of the Year, zero time Booker of the Year, did you watch AEW last night perchance? I, I it was on, did yeah, I? Well, it I, wasn't I on, kind of on in the background, gotcha. <laughs> you know what I mean? It was, I watched some of it. Like I watched, I, I couldn't figure out why they put Anna J in the main event. So that's what like, I'm talking about here. Because it was I absolutely mean, terrible. Yeah, well, maybe no. She had a great ass, you know, like yes, uh, no, but, fantastic. But and then the did. and then the bell rings. Um, yeah. Well, uh, that this is going to be a, a bigger wraparound to that, you know. Um, mm -hmm. So I, I got a story up here about Soraya saying he's not three-time Booker of the Year for nothing, which to me means her ribbing because there's no way she really believes that, especially comes from a wrestling family and see the way these shows are booked. Last night, we opened with a dead air segment of Jericho Appreciation oh, Society walking yes, yeah. away, like 15 minutes of sitting there going, everybody's, yeah. everybody's going to get their shit in and act like their promos are good and we're supposed to be like, oh, the crowd's dead opens the show they're dead yeah they're sitting there staring no excitement level no pyro no nothing like and at the end of that so yeah. we can all take a shit on chris jericho right right uh you know absolutely 
Uh, and and uh, at the end, there there was no like go home. He should have come up, probably goes and call them all Judases, right? right? Cue the crowd to start fucking singing. Right. Nothing, but I'm no Booker of the Year, so and I know I definitely wouldn't start my show with that. Then in popcorn, the second match. Did you happen to catch what that was, or the second segment, first match, what that was? It's still popcorn to me. Um, a little match called the Young Bucks versus the Hardys. Oh yeah, yes, yes, yes. How was that not the opening? How was that not the opening or or the the main main event? event. (laughs) Booker of the fucking year puts (laughs) Hannah J versus Sheeta, Mm -hmm. two women with lackluster. Uh, she's all skills. right. She's all right. She, she's been working with Dean Malenko. I read, and 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 you she's can see some. Of, that's fine, right. but not women, women, yeah. women are your popcorn match. That is yeah. the fucking spot that it goes in for girls, especially who have no long term right. business, no heat, and no storyline. Sorry, yeah, go ahead. It's, it's not that that title match wasn't like a precursor to what's going to happen in Wembley. Like NJ has nothing to do with that. So why is she there? They're only two weeks out nothing. from this. So why are they not doing something that's a little bit more meat on the bone? It's you start with the Hardys, and then what you do with the Jericho Association is you have pre-tapes, and then throughout the show, you one you got here, it, one here, one you here, got it. one here. We weave that through, so it's an ongoing thing throughout the show. Like, is everybody going to leave? Well, up, coming up next uh, after the break, we're going to hear from so and so from the JAS. Yeah, uh, like oh, and then they, you can have like Chris, like, hey, what? What's going on? I don't know. I, I don't know. What's, you know, I can't believe four people have already left. I never thought I'd see, you know, Jack Swagger leave. But you know, sure. he, for, he was my best friend for the last two years. But well, coming up next, we have more. I, I don't know how much more this I can take. Right. No. Right. Let's do it all in one fell swoop in the beginning of the show where everybody just has to sit there and watch. Stand in a semicircle oh. and fucking say some shit. Facing the worst. Not even hard cam because now yeah. the AEW botches. Pictures are out. Dude, the J hook isn't even a J. It goes, it's it's now right. down it's the high. side. It's like, <laughs> yep. And 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 they're standing there giving this testimony with their backs to the crowd to a completely empty arena. What's the what are the people behind you supposed to think as a visual about okay, yeah. what the fuck is going on here? And they couldn't have given a fuck. Not at all. Not at all. And neither did any of us at home. And I'm going, thinking about this story with Soraya. There's a reason he's three-time booker. I go, you can't even get format, seam work, dialogue right. And you got and you got a fucking two CW mega pay-per-view main event, and you're putting it in popcorn. Then they followed up with Rob Van Dam versus Jungle Boy yeah. in the three spot with no fanfare whatsoever, which for the title, which also could have been your main event because RVD is a bigger draw than anybody on your fucking show. Right. And by the way, he still moved pretty good. Yeah. He yeah. wasn't the same as, you know, the old school, but I mean, Hey, he still looked pretty good. Yeah, I agree. Uh, wait, this had to piss you off. RVD can wear whatever he wants. Why is Jungle right. Boy wearing right. why, why why yellow? Both, I said that to Teresa. I, said, I knew that. Why are they both wearing yellow and black? Yeah. That's the thing that back in the day in WWE, WWF in the 80s and 90s, when I was there doing jobs in the 90s, they would have said, uh, Do you have something different that you can wear? Because you'd have to have you bring you bring a bunch of stuff because sure. you don't know who you're going to work with and you're certainly not going to wear the same clothes as someone. Now, that only got it, ha- it happened to me one time where I, we actually ended up getting away with it. I don't know, like for some reason, someone fell asleep on it, and me and Jeff Jarrett both wore purple and black mm-hmm. during our, but his was this gorgeous WWF outfit. Mine was a fucking singlet from fucking. 
the place where I buy protein powder. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, right. there's obviously like a difference in like you know quality there. Which sure. uh, he stood out as the star, and, I and it's supposed star. to when you're a, a right, local yeah. talent versus they tell you they, they, sure, they don't want you to stand out. They just be vanilla ice cream because they, they may heat you up one day. Right. They don't want people remembering that you were the guy that you know got squashed. So you know, you go in there, you'd be as you know small as possible. You know what I mean? Like just sit there, do your job, and get the fuck out. But like I was saying, like why the why out of everything that you've ever won, why would you at least go and stand next to him when you're going over your spots and going, let me see if I have something else in my gear? Yeah, I, I, the yellow and, black and Rob might not even tell him because he's testing him, right? And he doesn't. Yeah. And this kid's so green, he doesn't even know he's being tested, bro. Yeah. So and, and like he and plus maybe Rob's thinking this is the first match I've had here. I'm not gonna say I'm not I'm not saying anything. You know, this guy right. I'm sure Tony paid him out the nose. Yeah. yeah. But, you know but that Rob kid should know whoever his trainer was should yeah. have put it in his mind that if you're working a legend or anybody else, unless you're the over guy, then you make some fucking kid change. Yeah. Like then but that you don't even wouldn't even show up. You're like, what's Rob wearing? Okay, I'm wearing something else. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and know? I remember when that when I was breaking and doing jobs back in ninety two, like uh the guys who were the old timers then, who still worked for Kowalski on the independence for the International mm. Wrestling Federation, they, they would say, oh, because you know how every old timer has to be like, well, no, back in my day. Like, right. they, they wouldn't even have let you in the ring with like the same color boots. Or he, like, so some guy said that once that like, uh, he got pulled out of a match because he had the wrong color laces on his boots. That's how like intricate they were trying yeah. to make things back then to make everything as dynamic as possible. You know, this is one of the things like, as a kid, you would never realize that. You didn't know what made wrestling so dynamic and clashy. You just knew it was strange and different and yeah. wild. But you didn't realize that there were people back there. Well, that's the unsung psychology that. of, yeah. of pulling the strings on the audience to make an experience. Every right. detail matters, right? Every like, detail matters. Like where you stood, like how you breathed. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like oh, the heels, like they, they, they called you a heel because you were walking back on your heels because the bad guy backwards mm. like getting the, the baby faces charging forward you're always back on your heels you know what i mean like people don't realize that kind of shit but uh very very few it's, it's all a psychology thing but uh, i mean nowadays like like you have jungle boy wearing yellow and black okay tag team had broken up and this is their big blow off kind of thing like they're still wearing the same gear or whatever but yeah, yeah, if it's that, but no, not not in this case, no. dude. And and yeah. just to see those two matches as gr they were both great and uh going into Wembley and then so that's the first part of this setup. <clears throat> and like I said, this isn't a slight on Hannah J and Sheeta even though the work could be tightened up, they're both improving. They are. They're and I don't know what happened in the finish with the the fucking uh jericho appreciation society guys did you see that no i looked away during the, finish. So I always the finish. it's it's the finish the pin and he the cool hand luke hair guy fucking slides in like he's gonna give her brass knuckles or pull yeah. her and they and he, he's right in the middle of the camera from where the ref is counting and, and you could see it's a big fuck up and even while they're pinning like what are you doing yeah, one yeah. two three and that's how it ends bro yes, uh, it, it was a big bad botch i felt bad for the dude because you know <laughs> it's tough to take that one back because you know that one's hitting the internet today um but none of this does any business going into wembley with your biggest stars and i'm saying to myself he's three-time booker of the year and nobody's going bro you can't put these women in the main event da 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 
why would they put them in the main event? And, and I you said, have those others too. So I was watching the show and I go, This is the main event. My wife yeah. said, Yeah. I'm like, this is someone purposely going out of their way to look progressive. Uh, I, I maybe, but let me put this seed to, to plant here. Uh, there's all this shit going down with the fucking women. The, the locker room's stronger than ever. Right. Women's revolution. Fuck you, Lufisto. Like yeah. all the fucking shit, right? Yeah. And some, and then I guess there was a meeting. I had heard even Conan talking about it on K100 about that Tony Khan had with them because they're all, we've got to talk about Britt Baker's politics or we've got to talk about the Thunder Rosa situation. And, well, obviously there's situations in resentment. Uh, if they got one, they are one fucking every one of them there back you there. That's you know, saying. And, uh, and then uh, somebody goes, and, and I guess Khan even told them, you girls have the lowest segment rated on any show. Why are you making problems? <laughs> kind of, you know what right. I mean? And somebody goes, no, dude, they think they're over. Put them in the main event for two weeks. And they but did. Not that you don't do that this close to them. But they did do it. They did do it. And and doesn't it feel like that move? And now you're Booker of the Year sacrificing top quality business matches to because somebody convinced you to teach a lesson yeah. so they can nah, hang nah, themselves, dude? It, it, that it was bad timing. I wouldn't have done it that close. But here, here's the... The argument and kind of argument. One, I wouldn't have done it that close to a great big show because that's really some sour grape shit going into them. When we need to build up as much momentum, you know, we have to put the main event on top. We got to get as much fucking interest in this match as possible. I agree. But but here's a counter argument. Here's a counter argument. All the tickets are pretty much already sold. It's a sold. It's essentially a sold show. So we kind of don't need to do that because we've already got, you know, the full house, and we should be worrying about post. Uh, fucking this 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 Wembley, show yeah. and uh, but I'm just I'm I'm still the proponent of yeah. house show wise sure let them hang themselves all they want TV we got to yeah. fucking they, in my eyes they sacrificed the build of their to their pay per view the the better storytelling for a, a zero match and the, like they might paint it as looking progressive but to me office wise. This all smells yeah. like a big. Let's see how awesome setup. you guys really are. Big setup, bro. But that hurts Sheeta though, because even if she has nothing to do with like the Rosa stuff, and I don't know because I have no idea. But like, here's their champ. She just wins the belt last week. Uh, let's let's see. Let's get the crowd behind her. But then you give her Anna Jay, who, yes, she's gorgeous. Yes, she's got a great body. She's great to look at. Not in a main event position, but is gonna give you at her very best a C minus match. Sure. Why would you? Why? Why? why no problem with that as a semi-main to cool down the crowd, give them some That's sex completely get different our from shit in. Yes. So, the, the last thing we should have seen was the business between FTR, uh, FTR and the Bucks, or the heat between uh, MJF and Adam Cole. Building. Yes, correct. That's that's correct. It. And then they had. How do you like this Booker of the Year move? Your main event title guys are now going to challenge for the ROH titles on the pre-show. Why? And they're going to say, like, why? So you, so you could possibly get hurt and it? fuck your main event? Ugh. Bro, Booker yeah. of the fucking year, people yeah. are saying. Now let's talk about that term. Who fucking called him Booker of the Year? Someone who's never booked a show and has no idea and was secretly right? on their payroll, bro. Yeah, yeah. So, like... 
these things are a complete rib when I hear them and they are being, he is being controlled by somebody to go put these girls in a test. Well, I want to do good business for the pay-per-view. Ah, you got to get control of your locker room. Okay. Shift this around. And you now don't have to put them on TV. to control your locker room. Yep. Yep. I had control of the fucking locker room and we didn't have fucking dick on TV. Right. Yeah, dude. <laughs> fucking you want to control your locker room go you and you go home he's not he's not built to that kind of stuff bro he's not built like they that. shouldn't be in control of the locker room you yeah. can still own a company but you delegate your responsibilities to your leaders who then will say okay tony here's what i need if i'm gonna run your locker room i need absolute 100 carte blanche i need you to back up every decision i make because if you second guess me i might as well not be here because right. the second you do that i have absolutely no power so what i need from you is if i tell to you I'm sending this person and this person home. You go, send them home. We'll deal with it later. Yep. And they're, they're not going to Wembley. They're not getting a Wembley They're not going to Wembley. They're not getting a payday. They're losing out on all that shit. And post that show, I don't know what we're going to have to. You're gonna, we're going to have to eventually try to work you back in yeah. when we can. Yeah. And when two people lose a $50,000 payday and the next six weeks of TV, you'll be sure as fuck surprised at how quickly that locker room will jump into shape. Will change. Nobody's got to say a word, bro. That's if one of the boys in WWE missed a fucking Saudi Arabian payday where they're going to get 150 grand for being in a fucking battle royal. Yeah. Boom. 150 yep. grand, bro? There are wrestlers who worked their entire year to get 150 grand on their on their downside, you know, guarantee contract. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like for one show, the Saudis are going to pay you that to be in a battle royal. Fuck yeah. I'm going to yeah. fucking keep my nose clean. Absolutely, dude. And uh, and instead, we get Instagram pictures that fuck up millions of dollars worth yeah. of business. We get uh, people saying your ego he's is so it. hurt. Your ego yeah. is so hurt. I can't let people think that Dominic is really touching my girlfriend's butt. I have to let people know it's me. I'm the one touching her butt. Yeah. Like, dude, nobody fucking cares who you fuck. I couldn't give a fuck who was in your bedroom. I couldn't pretend to fucking care because i'm creating a television show here do you understand what that means if yep. your girl was in a fucking movie would you be pissed that she kissed fucking george clooney Would you go online and be like yeah but she really kisses me at night she really kisses me at night like dude what are you covering for what are you so are you afraid she's gonna leave you for george clooney are you afraid she's gonna leave you for fucking yep. dominic stop being a fucking mark stop shitting on your girlfriend's business the money she's making is going to help you in the long run. Yeah, that's going to get you a new Idiot. fucking Tahoe. If I can pull this fucking angle out with all the help in the world, if I can get this thing to Mania before they break up, do you know how much money that is between SummerSlam and fucking Mania? Yeah. You got Survivor Series and Royal Rumble and Mania. That's three. And, and Saudi. And Saudis. And Saudi two, two Saudis in there. Two. So you're telling me you want to sacrifice maybe two and a half million dollars worth of fucking business to let the world know that you're the one? That goes to bed with her. Go have at it, kid. Yep. And and you're also triple blind, going, you know, fifty percent of marriages pretty much end in failure. And now you're gonna fucking go. Right. And you look. Let's look at the wrestling version of that. Eighty percent probably. <laughs> you, you're a very. And they're both in the business. So it wasn't just yeah. one who's away all the time. They're both yep. in separate directions. You know yep. what I mean? So. Yep. Why run a pill like that, kid? You know, <laughs> it is uh, it is a very big week of ignorance. I thought <laughs> like I was driving to a TCW show there for a minute. Yeah, yeah dude, you were on it, <laughs> and I knew. I think I was like, that's why I send the chat. I go, that'll be the hot button for tomorrow. So yeah. between that and the asinine booking of Dynamite, meanwhile your stars are going. It's the best ever. 
if they really believe that, then they shouldn't be on TV either because they don't understand how yeah. to put a show together. No one's ever really you know, taught and, them. I, and I hate bringing up other feds if you're like in AEW, you should concentrate on AEW's business. But at this point, if I were booking, I would have Buddy Matthews walking behind the rest of his group and holding an eight by ten of his girls' picture, being like, "Like, what's with you?" Let him make him play it out and be embarrassed about it on TV. Mm-hmm. I can't take it. You know, it's a picture of Rhea Ripley. Like well, this is them. Yeah, this is that. This is where they're missing, right? Yeah. So AEW wants to go. We're not a second tier promotion. We do our own thing, and you got your own stars going into business for yourself. You know, it goes up his ass sideways because the crowd ch- chants like Dominic yeah. to him during matches. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, and that's fine because they're but, great. Uh, uh, yeah, they're not going yes and yes. Some yeah, other yeah. some other dude She's needs to instigate and, and, and print out all the fucking pictures of them right. online together, posting it on uh fucking Buddy Murphy's locker. Challenge so, Dominic. Yeah, yeah. Buddy Murphy should be talking shit right. on camera. If I you see near my woman one more time, on motherfucker, ass, I'm gonna yeah. show up in New York. Then he's out there. Bop, he touches. Paps her right on the ass to get up on the ring apron. You and if you really wanted to have that juice, you fucking get the super secret bat phone and have game and fucking Tony Khan yeah. work it out. Pick so up the red Buddy, line. Buddy Murphy can uh, can get the drop on him outside the fucking gimmick, yeah. and you have him in the hoodie. He's never in the yeah. arena, and he beats the fuck out of him, and yeah. then takes off, and then next on Wednesday, comes out, same hoodie. Motherfucker, yeah. I told you to keep your hands yeah, off. Black gloves. You, know, you don't even have to have it be gloves. Buddy Murphy. You can just have it fucking have to, insinuated, no. right. and Buddy Murphy comes out with the exact same exactly. shit on Wednesday, bro. There. He never has to be there. Because some guy half you know worth his weight in his boots can go over there and double leg dive eight yeah, shots. You never got to fucking see it. And you got to say to Don, hey, brother, they're going to be stiff as fuck, but this is going to get paid back tenfold. Let yep. him give you eight stiff fucking shots. We're going to have security pull this motherfucker off of you. We're going to swing the cameras away. Yep. We're going to go to break. We're going to come back. with going to be a whole brand new match on TV. Hi, welcome in progress. We have this and such in the ring. And they don't even talk about it because that's the only way it would be a shoot. And if you wanted to, to even play the rib, you have three fucking cholos who just got out of fucking D block and San Quentin right. show up when they're there and be like, Dom sent us. There's hey, two guys hey. that they just debuted in NXT who are about six foot five. And like, uh, they're like um, two Spanish dudes, I think. Or one black dude, one Spanish dude. They look the part like they just came out of prison. So they get the braids, yeah. they get the tattoos. They should be, immediately be there as Dominic's security. Yeah, well, that, but that, I agree. Yeah, but from then, boys from the, you know, he made the what I'm thinking of. Yard. What I'm thinking of, yeah, that's what I'm thinking of. But it'll be tough to get the NXT guys. Tony needs his own guys to show up and and like threaten Buddy Murphy, like Dom sent him back. So we never have him on the same show, but we have some back and forth that's manufactured that looks like is really going, mm-hmm. but it's really all there. But I'm no Booker of the Year, so right, I know. Yes, we have to. Know. Doff our caps to the Booker of the Year for that. Yeah, you see my tweet man. yesterday? You probably didn't because you were busy. You want to hire me to fucking make your company profitable? <laughs> I, yeah. I said, uh, I'm available to book your company into financial success. Yeah. Every, so, hey, anybody who doesn't do it is a... Uh, you know, I, I'm available to book your company into financial success. And yes, it's going to cost you money. But you'll also be making money. So when you realize that I'm only making yeah. a percentage and I'm working off of the gate... I'm going to make a lot of money. You're going to yeah, make dude. more. So 
I, I think it's smart. Uh, Rocky Mountain Pro's done better with Russo writing for him and getting more exposure. Yeah. I know that uh, Crossfire Canada has TV. I'd be happy to put you in touch with Chris LaPlante and Immortal this weekend, pay-per-view-wise. I'm going to do my best in my segment, but I'll, I'll shoot with you here on a Friday. Usually I'm you know, pretty much the top brain trust there and rebooking things, but I've been so busy, I'm out of the loop. I'm yeah. just showing up and doing my match. I'm I'm interested to get to the show and go. Who's directing the night? Right. I'll, t- I'll tell you who's not directing. Yeah, it ain't gonna be you. <laughs> <laughs> so unless there's a fucking two zeros on the end, yeah, uh, right, you know? right, right. So like, yeah. uh, th- th- there's there's opportunity to bring in a strangler, Steve, even remotely to school some of these promoters who have. Uh, like their their heart's in the right place. Their heart's in the right place. They just don't have the experience and education and mentors that we've had in our education. And that tends to be the case. It's not that they're trying to be bad. They just, they they open the thing so that they could book wrestling. That's the problem is a promoter needs to concentrate on promoting talent. It's up to you to make sure that there are asses in these seats. A promoter is not a booker. So if you're opening a wrestling organization, so that you can book wrestling, you're already yeah. doing it wrong. A restaurant owner is not a chef. And if somebody says, right, right? and if somebody world. says, but I've watched wrestling forever, I know exactly what I want to do, then what, you're going to fail. Because the full-time job of the promoter is to promote. You cannot do both. You cannot work two jobs that both go 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And you're also probably the champ. <laughs> right. Yeah. Now you, what you can do is the um, promoter is say, I'm going to promote these towns. Here is the talent I want us yeah. to use. And I'd like to see this guy and this guy on top. That's fine. You can do that, but you can't say, and here's the finish and here's the, this, and here's what I want. And then next week, we'll, that's what the booker does. And if you cannot separate the two, you don't understand. You are already proving you don't get this. You know Approve, absolutely. So, but you don't even know that you know don't know. You right. think you're getting you don't even know, to... you don't know. <laughs> yeah. Exactly 100% yeah. correct. Yep. Um, this popped me because it's been on my mind. Uh, AEW stars Young Bucks discussed their plans after retiring from wrestling. Uh, Maddie says, for me, I think once I'm done in the ring, I'll never announce it. I'll never be like, oh, I'm retired. I'm just going to walk away and people are going to be like, whatever happened to that guy? Yeah, Yeah, that's very much in my mind right now. (laughs) Uh, Nick laughed at how easily his brother would go to find find it to go off the grid, sharing an anecdote of match vacation to Hawaii where he didn't speak to Nick for an entire 10 days. He felt he would have a harder time uh, keeping away from the business, preferring to stay entertained and busy. He pondered the idea of starting his own independent promotion. (laughs) <laughs> akin, akin to pro wrestling gorilla why you mean two cw uh right. where the brothers carved a significant portion of their legacy before revealing he actually made a play to run the that exact company he said how fun would that be he says i don't know buy pwg from super dragon you know that's funny as i tried to buy pwg and he didn't go for the offer <laughs> hmm. He probably could have sold it and stayed in power, and so that's a silly move in my, on my part, especially now. And what are making, they doing now? They're making NWA or NWA NBA money. Uh, I don't know if they're making that Dre money, that Beats money. Uh, but uh, <laughs> what's PWG doing now? They even still run? I don't even know. Like it's it's yeah, that there's nothing there. Like it seems any indie promoter worth their salt would love to have a company raised up to be bought out by a major entertainer, but now. To me, to say 
is this guy that much of a mark for himself and his brand that he wouldn't sell it? Cause chances right. are, if he's a, the been promoting as long as he's had, he's probably lost 150 to 200 grand over the course probably. of PWG. Most likely he's lost yeah. something, but, but right from what you're saying, if, if Maddie and Nick bought it, <laughs> you're the fucking guy, in my opinion. Or at least you get brought in and be like, like an elder statesman anyway. And like, sure. You know, you, you it's not like, like, uh, chair, you like you're a chair on the board at least like they'll listen to well here when i was right. in, when we used to run this town this is what i would do and these are the selectmen i used to be very good friends sure. with there's a lot of value to that but like if he thinks he's going to be like the booker and you know call the shots probably not the case because i'm sure nick's got his own ideas and everything mm. but but um i just definitely see them just kind of fading up into the sunset i i, I never like said i'm retired or this or that i just stopped taking bookings yeah. <laughs> you know, like and every now and then you get a call and be like, Oh god, can you help out? Be like, Oh, I guess so. But uh, you know, the I last match I did was like an eight man tag in Arizona. I got flown out to do a fucking match that meant absolutely nothing. And I was like tagging <laughs> with Carlito and like uh I, I can't even remember who was in the match. It was weird, a very weird match. I had like Carlito and had like uh 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 not D- Domino, but uh the other one from Deuce. Deuce, yes, and cock sucking he sucked. Boy, was he terrible. And like, uh, Hurricane was in the match. And like, it was a very, very strange. Quite, quite a, yeah. <laughs> like, what? Yeah. How does this make any sense? But who took yeah, the I pin? took the fit, me. Yeah, <laughs> Hurricane <laughs> gave me a, like a nice, like, uh, choke slam. It was a good finish. Nice. And I put it over like a mother. But, uh, <laughs> and so it's just like, you just kind of fade away. You don't, don't make that retirement thing. Cause then if you do get the itch later, like, you like, oh, here he is for his third time around. Like, Tommy yeah. would do. Like yeah. Ric Flair would do, like he's like, ugh, just go away, just, just right. disappear. <laughs> and I, I have some uh, ideas off camera. I'll discuss you because I'm in very much in this boat. And how do you wrap it up, B? But never wrap it up, B. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it, it I couldn't involves, wait to get the fuck out of the ring, dude. Well, now depending on what happens tomorrow at this cannabis hearing, <laughs> yeah. like I, I've been in that mindset, and now I'm like, if you fucking keep me chained, I'm gonna fucking snap. You yeah, know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah. So, um, quick injury update on uh, former two CW sister, the Bunny, uh, aka Cherry Bomb, uh, should be returning to action shortly. Has in fact been ex- backstage at AEW tapings. In addition, uh, being at AEW TV, Bunny has also been doing meet and greets for Canadian independent promotion Smash Wrestling in Toronto, where the veteran has wrestled in the past. Uh, with several Smash channels knowing that Bunny was getting ready for her in-ring return. So, good to see I didn't her know she back. Hurt. Yeah, uh, I think it was shoulder. I'm not oh, sure. Okay. I'm not sure if it was shoulder or neck. Uh, let me see. Uh, Jamie Hader would match her quickly after incidental strike to Bunny's face would give her a concussion, broken orbital <laughs> bone. Oh, shit. Bone. Yeah, yeah. Who gave it to her? Uh, Jamie Hader. Okay. So, uh, you know, um, guys that we booked a, a ton and, and have always been great in the two CW locker room, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Chef, Cherry and Pepper or Blade and Bunny, I guess we didn't, uh, have the, uh, good fortune of working with their tag partner. They're the guy in the rock band who's got a great look. I think that guy's fucking awesome, yeah. but man, <laughs> butcher and blade did what? 24 jobs in a row. And like, yeah. they, 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 cool bad, off. they looked really yeah. good. They looked awesome, bro. They were way different. And, uh, now is bunny going to come back, try and work singles and just do business yeah. for people. And, care. You know, yeah. That's what I'm saying. I'm, I just don't see a, like 
okay, you're ready to get back in the ring, but whatever. And then also tied with all this Lufisto ridiculousness that the girls got their panties in a bunch over. I think Lufisto and Bunny are pretty close and have worked together a lot. So here comes the heat by association bullshit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 so yeah. And that sucks, that. but that's, yeah. that's everywhere. That's not just wrestling, but yeah, I mean, sure. that sucks. I, I, Cause I, I, I'll tell you, I, I believe Lufisto and I know a lot of people don't, but you oh, know, yeah. everything she's saying makes absolute total sense. And like I said, I, I, I knew her years and years ago, like 20 something years ago. And, uh, you know, she was no bullshit back then. So I can't imagine, you know, she probably just ruffles a lot of feathers and she's been around a long time. So she's not yeah. going to curtsy and kowtow to whoever the flavor of the month is. And, you know, hey, I've earned my strength. She's been to Japan like freaking 30 times. She's been all over the world. She's done, you know, death matches and this and that. Work guys for years and years. Like, yeah. I mean, she has she has nobody to bow to. So there's no reason for her to like get caught up and she's just saying what it is. And then. Boy, they hate having that spotlight shine on them in a negative way from yeah, anybody. Well, plus, the the girls who are over, even the guys who are over, don't want to have somebody who comes in and is, isn't intimidated by them. That hurts egos. Yeah. So when you say, I don't like her in the locker room. She's not a good fit for this locker room. It's because she won't kiss your ass the proper way. Right, right. Uh, one thing that popped me last night, I want, I started to back up because we were talking the ridiculousness of the Adam Cole mjf making another match and that shit but everybody was popping because they and i wanted this like mjf goes into oh you want to ro- you want a battle promo battle and he starts roasting them and then it's getting entertaining and what's adam cole do as a baby face should say yes and said he goes no we're not doing that okay say no butt to the scene right. all the energy yeah, sucked right, right out right of out. it sucked right out of it instantly but, but he's an amateur actor and doesn't understand why that was a completely wrong thing to do um and won't listen to you as to why he was wrong <laughs> uh what was why you want to ask me why is no I'm, he, I'm saying he wouldn't listen to why oh, he, was wrong. He, wouldn't, he wouldn't listen he doesn't know how to even begin to get to yes and that would take humility yeah and the rib was though that you got uh stringy pasty white arms and hulk hogan would have snorted you or in the 80s or whatever if you put it out it says you're so skinny and pale and white that if we're the 80s hulk hogan would have snorted you i go that's ballsy because uh you just opened yourself to hulkster uh to fire back at con and anybody else on your roster who's part of the jacksonville party crew and Mm -hmm. all with it like right like as if no one there's doing coke right you got to be real careful with cocaine jokes when you got the fucking boty times three fucking in the back and you're setting yourself up for a nice fat lawsuit too because how can be like go fuck yourself yeah Don't bring my name up if you don't plan on having a payday for me. Fuck you. Absolutely, bro. Absolutely. And Hulkster ain't above that if you just watch. Yeah, he knows lawyer. He's been in a couple courtrooms over the years. He knows the drill. So uh, the line was funny, but I'm going to myself. um, His whole gimmick is cheap. I, uh, he should have gone in and said Tony Khan would have snorted you. Like, yeah, that yeah. that would have had the crowd go, whoa. Ooh, yes, exactly. That would have had the boys do it too. You know yes, what I mean? They would have gotten, yeah, back from, ooh. Yeah. Like, that's, that, <laughs> that's truth in comedy. Right. Not right. cheap shots. And, that, and that's what it's funny. And yes, that's what it's funny when we go, oh. and they'll never they'll never get to that. He no. might because he's got the ten thousand hours that I do as the song and dance man. But I don't Even think then, he's he, got he the improv training. Such cheap heat, though. Yeah, yeah, well, uh, that and then that segment fell apart when he goes, "No, we're not doing the roast battle, man." 
yeah, do it. This is right. he set it up, and you went, "Fuck your idea." Right. That's no but why, not yes and at all. And instantly, needle comes off the record, and we're yeah. doing some stupid shit, baby. And unless it was topped by something better, it wasn't. wasn't. It wasn't at all. It's and to be honest with you, you can't. I'm not trying to shit on what you were said there. How do you top it? You can't because right. you just stopped the flow of the relationship and the connection. Now we had gone down three jokes and people are coming up off their seats of like, he's going to get them back. And you went, Nope. And you went back to start. And now we're yeah. climbing a whole nother mountain to build, build, build. And we never got anywhere. From do, the do you think that um, the segment where they're at the, the, the bouncy house, do you think that's like a, a commentary, like coming from TK, like you're a man child and you would, you'd rather come to a trampoline park than bang hot broads. I think that I think there's some of that in there. Well, I don't think that's commentary from TK. I think there's I think they're ribbing all the man children out there who would rather go to Sky Zone. Yeah, like that you would have a bunch of 28-year-old fat virgins who've never touched a tit and always wanted to dunk, but only had a three-inch vertical because right. I was last picked in gym class and it hurt my feelings. But right. here it's a judgment-free zone. And look at we I can fly. Like all yeah. that's in the underlying. I premise. believe I can fly. Yeah. So and and then you know, uh, but then it pops me because I always love watching people take a dodgeball or a basketball unknowingly to the face because it's one of the most shocking shots you can <laughs> fucking take. Yeah. So I can watch little kids get peppered in the face with dodgeballs all day long. <laughs> yeah. So that, that popped me. There's, there's this Instagram page that I follow. I want to, I, I think the name of it is Kids Getting Hurt. And it's things <laughs> like that, like where kids at a skate park and there's this, like a teenager comes and blasts Blast, them yeah. over. Because the kid's like in a helmet with like little flowers on yeah. it, little pink scooter going up and down a little. And then all of a sudden, like a 16 year old kid's like, yeah. <laughs> let's go to the skate park with yeah. your new scooter. And then the kids who skated every day are like, fuck out of here. Yeah. Watch my child. Yeah, I'll yeah, yeah. Watch yeah. Him. Oh, it's just tons of that. There's kids yeah, getting yeah. hurt. You got to check it out. It's oh, hilarious. Shit. Oh, yeah. We covered that. Um, well, coming up this weekend on pay-per-view uh, on Premier TV, $14.99 for a mortal pay-per-view. Check it out, you guys, on Saturday night. And one of the headliners is going to be Enzo Amore. Uh, you can't teach that. But uh, former WWE star Enzo Amore is praised by AEW personality for being so nice and respectful. Uh, Shivani commented on meeting up with the real one. He said, I met the guy for the first time ever, and I'm thinking, God, that's Enzo over there. I'm going to go over and say hello to him. But before I could, he came sprinting over and we talked for a long time while well, he talked. Well, he talked for a long time. What a freaking energy he's got. My God. So we talked, we connected, traded phone numbers. It was really cool to talk to him. I'd never met him before. I only knew that the guy you saw on the microphone, I was truly entertained by Enzo when he was on TV, truly entertained by him. Mm -hmm. I'd never met him. It goes on for more of this. Um, well, I'm glad he was entertained and had a good experience with him rather than yeah. the experience we had with him in TCW. Yeah, yeah it was very, uh, it was like here's the thing. Papers. It's Giovanni is is head of talent relations. What do you think is going to fucking happen from right. a guy who hasn't been on TV? And, and they just mentioned gonna... on the other day on AEW, someone's like, that's S-O-F-T, soft. Yeah. So obviously they're already trying to work a gimmick where he's going to do something in AEW. They got Kaz fine. and they've done nothing with Kaz. Yeah, and there's no, tons of money on water. Yeah, yeah so, I, I like Enzo as a talent. He's fantastic. He's yeah. He is entertaining. He's funny. 
I'll never forget the match where like it was him and uh, Cass, and he just slipped and hit the middle rope with his head. And it was like just that like sprung because yeah. people don't realize how hard the ropes are, and it knocked him out and they had to end the match. Yeah. It was like their first or second pay per view match they had in WWE once they got to the main roster, and it was like a, it was kind of like a scary moment, but he was fine with it after. But uh, yeah, I'm, uh, you know when we dealt with him, he was he was he was not fun to have. I wouldn't have brought him back. He was uh, just like all off to the side by himself. Where yeah, Big and he had a lot of complaints. Boys. He had a lot of complaints. Like, dude, come on. Yeah, I mean. He was walking uh, around like he was. That's because you, you couldn't get him on the AEW roster right there. Otherwise, it would have been yeah. great to meet you and every yeah. other fucking thing. Right? Like I think the only other person we had that in TCW in the history that was more difficult was probably Diamond Dallas Page. But other than that, Enzo mm-hmm. was just not very fun to work with. We we're just like, I'm not looking forward to having this guy ever come back. So yeah, even for- the crowd kind of shit on him when he was there. They're like, Who the fuck are you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Well, here's the here's the thing of it though, and this isn't true with all of them, but as you know, eighty to ninety percent probably, he's a major baby face. These are the guys that are hardest to deal with. They get hooked on the money because of their catchphrase. They start believing their own hype. They think they really beat somebody <laughs> because right. yeah. And usually heels are the nicest guys because we got to be leaders in the ring. And we get to get our shit out and our angst out there. So when we come back, that's not who we want to be. And usually that's just how it is. The usually heels are the nicest fucking guys in real life. And baby faces are the biggest spoiled cons who fucking are so myopic and can't even see outside their own reflection. So you decide. <laughs> Except Pat Duggan. He was a baby face. And I love yeah, that. Uh, yeah, said. the man, bro. The he, man. He was, he was a pleasure. He's yeah, just sitting watching matches and give kids notes like, yeah. Great job out there. I love this and I love that. And like, holy fuck. Yeah. He's famous spots from my match. Like, right. Dudes would love that. Yeah. Super easy to work so. with. Like I said, it's not true of all, but yeah, there's, yeah, there's, not, yeah. there's plenty that fit that model. You yeah, know, it definitely stuff. fits the, the cliche for sure. For sure. Uh, we don't need that one. We're just trying to rip through ones we did. And this one was interesting to me. Uh, and hopefully, wish the best for her as well, who's been through. Quite a lot in the last three, four years. Sonia Deville issues public yeah. statement regarding report that she suffered a torn ACL injury. She says, "What's up, guys? So obviously the tag team titles are cursed." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm just kidding, but like, not really. Anyway, so as all of you probably know and heard, and thank you, TMZ. I've torn my left left ACL last week on SmackDown. My match against Bianca and Charlotte. Obviously, I'll be out for an extended period of time mm-hmm. due to the fact that I have to get surgery tomorrow. First and foremost, I want to say thank you to everyone who sent their well wishes and messaged me and everything. I really appreciate it. It means a lot. Obviously, you guys all know I've been working the last eight-plus years in WWE in my wrestling career to obtain a title of some sort, and I finally got my hands on the women's tag titles with Chelsea, and I think we've been champs for 20-something days. Obviously, it's super bitter to say that it's come to an end due to an injury, especially being that it's my first injury in wrestling or really in the sports entertainment in general. Uh, yeah, that absolutely sucks and is a serious injury and tough to come back from. It always happens after a push, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. So, and uh, obviously uh, damage control, they got taken out when they were the champs with it too from yeah. their bad work. And yeah, so my did, wife uh, was even saying, she's like, these titles yeah. are fucking snake bit. Yeah, like, yeah. As soon as somebody grabs them, then they're they're screwed, you know. And they're Did really Liv meaningless. Get hurt after they got the hurt, and Liv, Liv got hurt too. Gonzalez so, had the and like, I think Gonzalez got hurt too. Yeah, so. jeez, like, man. Uh, it's definitely the title's fault and not the lackluster quality of work. <laughs> 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 yeah, 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it is weird though. It's just a strange coincidence of uh, you know affairs, I guess. But like, I, I guess in my opinion, like I was thinking about this the other day. Like, I put the belts on uh, Dakota Kai and Bailey because then you have the image control kind of being still being a group where it, it's not so obvious that Bailey's going to be the one that challenges for the belt with the uh, EO yeah. Sky who just got it because they had their their little rift back and forth. You know, over the last couple months, at least this kind of makes it a little less obvious and gives a, a little EO a little bit of a time to at least go out and show people what she can do yeah. as champ, you know what I mean? Because it took him a year to get her there. Let's at least let her kind of... I don't mind that to do business. Here's what I would rather do. Uh, these titles don't mean shit. They were invented to placate uh, the women's locker room's ego. And I would have Chelsea Green go absolutely nuts and believe they are cursed and toss them both off the fucking bridge into the water. And, and then she becomes Laurel Van Ness. <laughs> yeah, and then she fucking and 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 is you know she could be the Karen or whatever because these titles don't mean anything and we don't need them. And, they, well, the and it's more they, frivolous they, belts that make other belts mean less because we they, have way too many. Well, they uh, just absorbed like the NXT women's tag belts too. So now there's no women's tag team wrestling essentially which isn't good you know I, you gotta have it you gotta have it in my opinion yeah you, you, you can't just have like women just, just do single shit you know let them have something that's that, fine but the tag match should be based out of the storyline driven well, we don't need a fucking division they had like uh um Caden and carter come up from nxt they were the longest reigning nxt women's tag champs how's that they come up after one, no, it didn't work out yeah mm-hmm. no then they had like um toxic attraction the, the, the and, witches um, of eastwick yeah yes, they, and um isla don come up and drop the belts to shana and uh ronda who had them for like a week before they turned on each other so it's like let's just take the belts bring them back to nxt don't rename them nxt just say that the wwe ladies tag belts just leave them down there and let the girls practice down there and like get their shit together and then every now and then you bring the title up on raw or smackdown you do a match with it but it's mostly an nxt attraction that's that's how I would book it. And then, like, because like NXT is running house shows now. Yeah. Let that be like a thing that they do that's different that sets NXT house shows apart. Either that, yeah. or I would have. <laughs> if you really got to keep the belts, that everybody is terrified to even fight yeah. for the belts based on what's happened. I don't and want it, even when they get close, it's like yeah. the fucking uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark and sh- bad shit happens to people. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but like, you know, somebody like the belt's sitting there and somebody walks by it, trips fall on their face, fucking bloody oh, nose, chipped tooth, fucking, you know, <laughs> the belts are in the bathroom, there's no toilet paper and you're sitting yeah. there like anything. <laughs> Like let's the curse, like let's make the curse real. Say yes and to what she's saying here. Can we do it like Mike Brady when he wore like the tiki? Absolutely, you can do the fucking every time you see the belt you hear new champs come out, they fuck yeah. (laughs) New champs come out, take three steps, roll your ankle, and you're fucking ah (laughs) no (laughs) and whatever it is. And then sorry, you haven't defended in 30 days. We have to take the titles off you. These two are gonna compete for it. They look at each other. Oh fuck, not us. <laughs> Who it's who's next to get yeah. injured or fucked over, or your car gets towed. The title's in the back of the trunk, the car gets towed. <laughs> Somebody yeah. breaks in, steals the titles, yeah. their life goes to shit, and they return the titles because they know they're cursed. You could easily play this game out forever, yeah. bro. And yeah. it'll mean more than any. The girls won the belts. Aren't they great? No, we've got something established here. Lean into it. Say yes, and 
the game is the curse, the injury, right. the bad luck. How now that opens up how many fun storylines for us to be able to do something. Right. And if you got them back to a story that we can find like 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 Isla Dunn and Alba Fire put a curse on the belt. put a curse on the motherfuckers. Beautiful, yeah. Steve. Beautiful. So absolutely. Yeah, you got them, you got them, and then you want to sabotage your opponents, you put them in their bag and they put their bag in the trunk, the car doesn't start, and they're there till four in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> anything, yeah. bro. Anything. Uh but Sonya Deville. That took three uh, minutes. That yeah. took three minutes. To and, and that's better than anything they've fucking done with them. Um, Sonia Deville wishing you the best. So you've been through so yeah, much with all the home invasion, yeah. and and I'll That's say this girl. about Sonia: I thought she did her and Pierce as the male female. They I had, had a great played. rapport on yeah. camera, and yeah. you really wanted to see him give her an elbow. You know what I mean? Like, and she I was think very good at being a heel, almost too good to the fact that you almost want like it's okay, like pull it back a little mm-hmm. bit because you're becoming so disliked that it's becoming negative. He like X Pac, right? Like. You're so believable in this role. Pull back just a hair where we realize there's something in there that can salvage you down the road. Can you bring that back together with them? And Pierce has to push her around in the wheelchair and all that. You know what I mean? And while she's off as a worker, why not put her right back in the pantsuit? Yep. The the black shirt, black tie, all murdered out. You know what I mean? Total drip. Sunglasses, like getting pushed around, like. Even give her like the scarf over the thing, like like Jackie Onassis kind of thing. Like I love it. You know what I mean? Like I'm here yep. to you know do whatever I can to keep the show going. You know what I mean? Obviously Adam Pierce can't do it because he's sending us out there to get hurt. I'm gonna make sure that we're all protected. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Become yeah. super and progressive and all these weird things. It'll suck to travel post ACL surgery when you got to yeah, do stuff, true. but you could. Well, she's able to kind of get around in like six weeks. You know, like yes, you could bring have her do Zoom fucking things from home. Like, hey, Adam, here's what we're gonna do this week. You know. What I mean? Yeah, and she keeps just calling Adam on the phone and every time he gets interrupted. She's got a commentary after every segment of what right. to do. Right. And right. he's like, so she's like essentially the new like. uh Stephanie, like he, he can do no right, you know. He, you know, he's got to swallow his pride. Like, oh, you know, that is a yeah, good yeah. point. Yep. You know, the uh, only so- problem with that is that he he never gets a payoff. No, no. Well, yeah. <laughs> uh, but no. he has somebody booked as like his, like you know, his like little side piece or whatever. There, even the world knows he's married with kids. But like on TV, like he has some some chick who eventually stands up for him. And, Right, so yeah, 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 fight, yeah. You know? Somebody, yeah, who's going to step in and be his personal assistant that's going right. to be able to neutralize her. And maybe yeah. that could be Chelsea Green. Could be. It could be uh, Zoe Stark, somebody like that, too. You know, it yeah, could no, be anybody. She, well, yeah, yeah, somebody likable, though. <laughs> uh, uh, Zoe Stark is very, uh, no, not, yeah. not very likable. Uh, Roman Reigns said to have been hurt during the match against Jey Uso at SummerSlam. Reigns got hurt in that match, uh, says Meltzer Seltzer. I haven't watched from the beginning of the match over again, but I heard it was relatively early. I don't know the nature of the injury. I just heard he worked hurt the match. He got hurt early on. I don't know what his schedule is going to be on the show Friday night. Right, light. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I would presume he's going to be on Survivor Series. I don't know that as a fact. So, uh, again, more hearsay and... Yeah. I don't know the answer to anybody that hear me say He definitely is, but he might not be. Uh, okay. Um, and it could change. 
Yeah. Yeah. And I saw Freddie Prince Jr. was hot about that main event too. Said tribal combat was a lie, a farce, a complete fallacy. And I'm pissed off about it. Easy, buddy. Uh, what, the, what the hell is tribal combat? Well, if we were on a fucking island, I would agree with him. I tribal thought these, combat. I thought these guys were going to come out Wakanda style with a kendo stick. I don't know. If so why you got to be Wakanda? Well, yeah, <laughs> I don't know if Samoans have shields, but if they do Samoan shields and they whip each other's ass until the kendo sticks break and then they bash each other with the shields until that breaks. And then when That's there's nothing left, they just fight. Uh, yeah. No one's allowed to interfere. He says no one's allowed to interfere yet. Two people interfere. I don't feel a lot of Samoan culture in the match, which was just kind of weird to me. I'm not trying to stay it, say it in a woke way. I'm just saying it was basically a no DQ match. Um, you, you can go back to the last 16 weeks where we've been uh, pumping the exact same thing out of there. We're not on, on islands. We're not doing tribal fucking, uh, no space war no, pains. No, 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 nothing. No, hockey, not no, no, yeah. No tribal members with Tamina and fucking Naya and they anybody else. Like fake Simone's to have torches during the entrance. Or, nothing, or no, nothing, 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 no fire dance. Nobody made a canoe. None of that. There was no pig roasting. There was, you know, we we actually got what the fuck the peppers mean on Pepper Necklace on SmackDown and the pay-per-view. First time we learned about it, even though right. we've had 30 pre-tapes where he sits there and stares at the fucking right. thing. No one quantifying it until now, bro. So, uh, you know, Freddie Prince is dead on with this, but, like, they just keep following and following. Meanwhile, over here at HMG, we're going, no, you're doing it wrong. You're not getting out of the arena. You're not giving me the end of Survivor in the Tribal Council look that we're used to. Yeah. You know, none they of that. They filmed nothing on the beach. Yeah. The, uh, nothing on they're the beach. They're in fucking Florida, for fuck's sake. Yeah. They're, they're, and Stevie said the Samoan school's like 60 miles away. You got everybody right there. Lazy, lazy, lazy. As long as they can't afford it. Yeah. Absolutely. And that match should have never been on last anyway. Cody and Brock should have been on last. Yeah. And Brock should have gone over. Well, yeah. Either way. Either in, in this yeah. situation. Because nobody, there was not a person in the world who thought Jay Uso was coming out winning that match. Not not a single person. I, fact, I called it. I called it blind. He a video where he asked his son who's going to win. And he said, Uncle Joe. Yeah. <laughs> it's like. Well, why would why would you put that on last? That's just that mm. was just bad. Yeah, man. Uh, it's uh, it's at this it's point, the tribal thing is lost. Yeah, it, it, yeah, they've lost me. And uh, with Jimmy turning on his brother, I just the hate the thing of we make we make movies, pal. Yeah. Well, let let's see it then, please. Where are and, they? And nothing. We got nothing. Uh, you could have you could have hired the producers of Survivor just to produce this one thing and taken it off the plate of. Uh, your crew if, if need be man it just yeah. uh really pathetic uh and, and and in the hmg discussion group group uh they asked uh somebody asked a question what do you think is going to happen there and i go jimmy returns heels on jay and fucking heels up <laughs> and yeah. it's that easy yeah. when you when your creatives like us you have abc three choices on the fucking but board least, right yeah and you and you know pretty much after they've gone this way what's coming so in in a Russo era, he would have that too and go, 
well, we got choice A, but how do we swerve this at the end? Because they think they're going to get fed one thing because they're so predictively programmed and operantly conditioned that we got to hit them out of right field or hit them with the right. right field, cross one moment where you go, I didn't see that coming. Yeah. And instead we saw it all coming and it was yeah. lackluster. Uh, yeah. It was terrible. It was a very drive through pro wrestling. Yeah. Give me two cheeseburgers and fries. Right. Like, That's a great way to day. put it. Yeah. I'll take the number two. Well, yeah. you want super size? Nah, just give it to me no. average. Yeah, exactly. Just give me no the average. Yeah, no, yeah, exactly. Bare minimum, please. Yep. Yep. yep it's yep. terrible. Uh, and they, so, you know, they, they just took like the last three years of fairly decent booking. Not even great booking, fairly decent because they left lots of meat on the bone in lots of different situations. But this was just so end of the road. End of the road. We've, we've done everything we're going to do. I right. think that it essentially makes Roman an ineffective champion now, which, you know, I think taints the whole entire run. And I think now people will just be like, oh, just get the belt off him. And how hurt is he? You know, how punched yeah. out is his bump card? You know, Or is that just an excuse to get him off TV for four months? Because we still have, you know, Cody. I mean, not Cody, but uh, Seth has world champion. So there is a belt, you know, like. All right, you're gonna keep pushing this. Roman you gotta elevate. Out. You gotta elevate Gunther and L.A. Knight. Like you got some moves to make still. If this guy's hurt, but they're not gonna want to go. They just took the title off because he's hurt. Because yeah, you're gonna get the, the crowd. They can't do the thing with Gunther until he passes the honky tonk man's thing, which is only 30 right. days away anyway. Right. And so hopefully they keep that going. And like my idea with that is just not to get off the subject real quick. Is finally like somebody's gonna beat this 30 something year record. I feel like they, once he does it, the following show, they should have a brand new belt presentation. They retire mm. this one. Here's the brand. You're now essentially the greatest intercontinental champion in the history of this company. That's good. Here's your brand new title. And then that can, you know, he, they can start heat up whatever baby face they want, whether it's LA Knight, whether it's whoever, you know, at least but that they, title, they, that they title was really them. made this is our top title right now because so-and-so right. is not here. And essentially, the Intercontinental Championship, when it was introduced in 1980 or 79, whatever it was, was a secondary heavyweight championship belt because they had Backlund, who was champion, for six and a half years or five and a half years. So this was to have a, a title that kind of moved from guy to guy without right. moving the world title along. But it was the Intercontinental, all the continents. This is a secondary. So now that's become the third world title in WWE, but without the Universal belts, if, he is, if, uh, if it's got the right story, it doesn't matter. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, no, like, it's, it's still something to watch. But I'm saying, essentially, we have three world titles now in WWE. Mm -hmm. But that title, little did you know, <laughs> his, new, his new Intercontinental title was made from the melted down women's tag titles, and they still <laughs> remains cursed to this day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this one was interesting to me because uh, it didn't get me hot on Rob, but the business I know as old school as you and I are, you'll have some great insight on this. Uh, but Chad Gable says he's been asking for a chance to prove himself as a single star for a long time. Uh, and has seen on the August 7th edition of raw, he won a fatal four way to earn an IC title opportunity against Gunther Gable's part of alpha Academy tag team spoke with sports illustrated scoops. I believe or SE scoops. I don't know what that means. I was SE, not SI, just prior to SummerSlam and commented uh, about having a singles run. He says, so, you know, all I have to say is I've been asking for a long, long time to prove myself as a singles guy. I felt ready for a long time. I've surveyed the scene, 
keep a close eye on everybody. And when I say I'm ready, I'm not going to say I'm the best. I've got to prove myself to do that. But I believe in myself. I believe that I can prove that. If I get this opportunity, if I get this thing with Gunther and turns into something bigger or a bigger opportunity for me, take my word. Believe me when I say I'm not going to waste it. Um, you know, uh, absolutely possibly the best wrestler they have on the roster as he's a legit, you know, Olympic level yeah, Olympic athlete <laughs> and a valedictorian. So a yeah. highly intelligent man yes, and, he's not an idiot. and really doesn't age. He's got that 1950s, leave it to beaver, clean cut mm-hmm. look mm-hmm. next door while he plays Eddie Haskell and he can get character over. Absolutely a great player. And should be spun out into a mini at Kurt Angle if you can get him to that, absolutely to it. And in the meantime, he's been doing comedy and trying to, you know, raise up NXT talents. And we're back to where we started with the varsity club stuff. Okay. All that's well and good to be entertainment and give people what they want for a laugh or what have you to do the worm or have the sexy girl with you. But when this fatal four way, him going over in his hometown and doing the victory lap with his kid never would have happened. And it's a very small piece of business because traditionally in your hometown, you lose because the people love you the most there. And Al Snow rule number one, put heat on your heel, make your baby off your heel. You are going to get no bigger opportunity than to make a heel in front of a home crowd baby face that they want to win and take it away from them on TV because the reaction is going to be so massive. And I even spoke with Stevie and Russo about this, and Russo says, yeah, they should have stretchered him out. They should have beat the fuck out of him in front of his people. Instead, yeah. they put him over and let him do the victory lap. Oh, big kitties. Uh, <laughs> look at the size of that cat. Hit me, white pussy. Uh, and, uh, and from there... Instead, we do a house show finish and try to get the guy over with a pop, dude. I was just sitting there befuddled going, how are we doing this? Knowing where the real value is to make a heel in Gunther that would then give this guy an even more fighting from underneath chance or get a real injury on him so Gunther can pick a leg or an ankle right away and and start heat on him when they have their matchup. Dude, we got none of that yeah. and, and a, a feel-good baby face time, which in their minds means give them the win here because, you know, we're not putting them over Gunther. Right, so. right. And I think that's probably what it was is yeah. let's give him a little shine. He's in his hometown. We've, we've Chad's taken many, many L's. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like to a point now where it's like almost a rib. But now that he's a baby face, eh, give the kid the night. You know, let him show the – you know, he gives, gives his son the lap around the ring, which I thought was very endearing, actually. It gives him some more personality where he's not just the right. thank you guy. He's like, hey, he's actually a real person. Too. How about the heat if he would have gone kissed his son beforehand, put it over, and then Gunther then fucking around pulls him in front of his son. Fu- oh, it's his own kid. Fuck that kid. Uh, no, but then when Gunther would have gotten heat on him afterwards, it would have meant something. We can do the endearment part because the terror of watching – a four-year-old watches father can be where the mother the mother has to hold the kid's yeah. head so he doesn't see I don't it. like, like that that's shit because we're missing that with with uh mick foley's kid during that movie that was he was getting smacked with the rock the yeah. chair 15 times like the kids are having fucking legit trauma and the guys just like get the camera and, like right in his face like this is gonna be great for the movie yeah, we're we six bucks bro I, I, i'm down with it like give me dewey part two it worked out for dewey he had a job for six years that's true <laughs> I mean, he never got past the man tit stage though i mean he just what never got to 
<laughs> life sucks, right? But, uh, and then maybe the, maybe they're going to try to heat the kid up a little bit. Who knows? Like, but like I said, they've already given him so many losses that if he did another loss and it happened to be in his hometown, would anybody have cared more? Like it's like, oh, yep, Chad lost again. So maybe. They well, it would have made more difference for the match. You know what I mean? Because yeah, we could have yeah. gone back and shown the kid. I'm just like, wow. You want to talk about some old school no nos? wearing same color gear and fucking going over in your hometown on TV. What yeah. the fuck are we doing, bro? <laughs> right. Who booked this shit? Yeah. Like yeah. there's just some hard, fast rules of like, yeah, we'd love a baby face pop, but does that, shouldn't we make a heel? Well, why would we want to do that? Cause right. you can't make a baby face unless you have a strong heel. Right. right. So, yeah. I'm, I'm with you on that. Okay. But you know, the, the, he's not going to be the guy. And like yeah. the end of this is the one who dethrones Gunther. It's just, I mean, it, you have to, no, you we just have need more juice. David they let, Goliath yeah. feel there, but as he, I just don't see them ever pulling the trigger on uh, Gable to be like the guy who did the thing. No, you know, no, but he, they could have made the want for the win to mean more based on the business they would have done in this segment. Yeah, they sure. did it. They did it all backwards. Right. <laughs> they did right. everything. Everything looked cool but none of it really do, did business that leads to where we need to go. And that's what we should be doing on episodic TV every week. Uh, something people didn't see uh, really on much episodic TV this week was uh, AEW collision <laughs> as it takes a hit going up against who would have thought SummerSlam UFC <laughs> and fucking uh, the, the, the fucking celebrity boxing. Yeah. Like, oh. And this is why you don't put your shit on Saturday night at eight o'clock. I mean, I'm no booker of the year. No, I mean, <laughs> what the fuck do we know? No. We've only been involved in wrestling for 35 yeah. fucking years. Like, yeah. And then wait wait till, like, I mean, they don't have a Monday show, so at least you don't have to do a Monday night football or Thursday night football. So they kind of win in that regard. But it's like, you know, if you're ever going to want to say, like, there's no baseball on Saturday nights, so you know what I mean? Like, come on, we're yeah. going to be – we're running the corner into like the end of the baseball season. You don't think people are going to be watching, you know, like the Yankees or whoever who's in, going to be in postseason baseball, like over like fucking phony wrestling. Yeah. At eight o'clock, like there's when all the games like starting or getting good anyway. You know, like it's it's re- absolutely ridiculous. Yep. Uh, the August fifth uh, edition of uh, Collision did. 417,000 viewers. Uh, I thought it was even lower. I thought I said like that's, I think that's after it was, it was like 380, the first one, and then whatever else came in, whatever that means. Uh, it was the lowest viewership for Collision to date. Brandon Thurston, WrestleNomics noted. Uh, Collision ranked 16 in the demo among all cable uh, telecasts on Saturday night. UFC Fight Night on ESPN was number one and drew a million 35 total viewers with plenty of people stealing it at watchwrestling.wtf or watch wrestling up live uh, or sportssurge.com or vipbox.me. Uh, <laughs> uh, by comparison, the July 29th edition of Collision drew 739,000. Uh, so really, if you're talking it was 380, they lost about 46% yeah. of their audience. Yeah. And the crowd gone. Only not from the quality of their show. I heard there was a dope fucking like parking lot brawl or whatever on that okay. show, but <laughs> the fact of your Booker of the Year, your the people he surrounds himself with, did not stop him 
and go, no, do not put this show on at that time. Because now you're bringing back CM Punk to give him his own show. And right. guess, guess, guess who that falls on? Now CM Punk is not the draw that UFC right. was or the fucking boxing thing. Right. And even if he do, does his best, all the haters got to go is down 46% overnight, huh? From right. one week to the next. And that falls on the fucking guy. Right. And, and, and really it falls, but it's the fault of the office surrounding themselves with people who aren't saying, no, you're not doing that. Right. I won't let you do that. And a wrestling draw and here's why. for a wrestling show is one thing. And an example of that is if there was AEW and another wrestling show on, say MLW was on at the same time. People go, I like CM Punk. I'm going to watch this show instead. Sure. An actual draw, like a Stone Cold Steve Austin or The Rock or Hulk Hogan or Randy Savage, people be like, fuck the basketball game. I'm watching Hulk. Yeah. That's that's a draw. Not a, a yeah, wrestling a draw. Is totally oh, yeah. different. Yep. So, yep. like, yep. you know, Punk might be a draw to a crowd who likes this specific thing, but not a draw. No, you're right. He is what draws the eyes to your product is your draw. Andre the Giant was a draw. Mm-hmm. You know, because people go, you know, I can either watch this, you know, Falcon Crest, but I heard Andre the Giant's wrestling on, on the matches tonight. Let's watch the matches. Adam Cole is must-see TV. Yeah, well. <laughs> <laughs> he made us the way to the main event <laughs> for Wembley Stadium, the biggest show in the history of the company. Unbelievable, bro. But, 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 well, he is in the main event, but he also he also just booked himself into the pre-show in a tag. And what happens if his arm gets broken in that yeah, fucking tag so and now your main event? And so, so say they win the fucking stupid Ring of Honor tag belts. <laughs> <laughs> Who the fuck cares? Yeah, yeah. Yes, oh, the, the titles I never won when I was in Ring of Honor eight years ago. Yeah, there's they're, they're so? still they're still marks for a product that's the most dead product, the product that actually hurt the business more than anything in no selling and killing psychology right. and putting over guys. But they shook that, hands before and after the match. And and guys that could never win in a street fight are now supposed to be believed as the toughest motherfuckers of all time. Like, it, it, yeah, let's, let's keep praising that shit, bro. Uh, of, of what uh, really is bastardized and ruined wrestling completely. Yeah. Maybe Tony's like, I gotta get some value out of this thing. I <laughs> and then, and then he's, <laughs> he's going, uh, uh, all this uh and i did it on this pay-per-view and i did this match and i go oh is that the one where the signal dropped 16 times in the fucking middle of it so nobody right. got to watch or give right. a fuck and, and nobody saw that fucking finish for the main event right and why 2cw came and we did ours for free just to say fuck you to yeah. everybody who thought they were over at that time and the only reason oh. we ended up doing pay-per-view was to show yeah. you that we could do it and you could <laughs> yeah but yeah the the match with nobody that i remember is so over yeah <laughs> that's like me going fucking dude everybody should know about the time i beat tracy smothers in a dance-off that's fucking <laughs> world world known that time we were why do you know where we were Almira, maybe <laughs> whatever the fuck yes like, yes like, we were just people going nuts of like in their own mind that this is the most important thing ever because some fucking assholes in a Meltzer discussion group deemed it that way that they believe it now right Ugh, that is that is that is delusion that's yeah. almost borderline mental illness that's what happens when you let like the uh fucking soft brains take over the conversation yeah. Did you see uh, that uh, him and and they couldn't help themselves either on on Instagram? Him and uh, Brit uh, D Doctor Decca, I might call her from now on. They're all out there. They're on about week six of their cycle and fucking like they're posing. She's showing her abs. She's got Who's fucking. 
Britt Baker. Britt, Britt Baker and him. Like, oh, bro. Fuck. I, I haven't seen it. it. I got to find it. Um, the hell's she getting on a sauce for? Because we're going, don't you know, we're going to fucking Wembley and we got to um, we gotta look like that. Uh, I don't know if it was in the producer's chat or not. I just got to go back here for a minute. Here. There's so, so much these guys are fucking crazy. hitting me with. So they have their own kayfabe chat thing that they're in, but somebody snuck in a peek there, the picture of her out. Yeah, dude. No, that, no they, they, they're posting it. It's, it's all selfie. It's all look at me. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's shredded. Wow, we even had them calls on this shit, huh? Yeah. The, so the, the, the Hey, this is our picture, years. everybody. We're doing keto. And Deca, Winstrol, and Test Gel. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, you know, yeah. that Florida water is delicious in August. Uh, yeah. So, so, so you think Adam Cole knew he was getting on a cycle? He's like, hit me with the fucking dad bod shit because I'm going to be every one of them is. Yeah, dude, that's all going around. Like, here comes the pay per view. Let's all get on six weeks out. That's about four and a half weeks in. Even Trish Parker's posting her shit the other day of like, here's me at this weight, here at this yeah. weight. I just fucking crossed it out, sent it to you today. I go 14 weeks on, six weeks off, five mm -hmm. weeks back on. Like, th that's what you're saying. It's not like, yeah. oh, I worked hard and then I Down back then. to egg whites, everybody. Yeah, yeah dude. It, it, it's complete lies. It's complete lies. Like, if they would just go fucking love going to Cancun, getting good deals on, yeah. uh, yeah. on scripts and doing it and, Over being the country, yo. and being like that, it's fine. But they placated as like, Working hard, and you yeah, gotta work hard. The grind. Yeah, yeah. Get the fuck out of here. You're not yeah. fooling nobody. Stevie should do that as one of his fucking things. Like, notice here, like <laughs> here is Adam Cole back in uh, you know the end of March. Let me put this to you. I wonder if she's writing her own scripts. As a dentist, can you do can you do that? Like, you know, my dentist uh, <laughs> is letting me get a, a fucking Android. <laughs> do if it comes in, do, do you let me put it to you this way on that. Do you think the people at Walgreens have a fucking <laughs> hardcore like they see doctor? They're not gonna fight. Like, oh, yeah, okay. who knows? Go on, go on world, go on World Star and see what happens at Walgreens. Well, I'll say this: they're lucky that AEW has no wellness policy. Yeah, no. Because only the game is allowed to look like that, oh, brother. Yeah. Well, <laughs> there's plenty. There's plenty over there who've been on the diet recently. Oh yeah. As well. Oh yeah. Our final story of the day, Striz, uh, PW Insider reports via Paul Heyman, via Mike Johnson for a small payoff, that both McMahon and WWE have been hit with a lawsuit from one Dana A, w, or excuse me, Dana W. Miley, whose allegedly breach of contract against the promotion, as well as failure to reimburse a down payment of $5,500 for a fan meetup with Alexa Bliss, incorrectly named Alexa Bliss in the lawsuit. Miley further accuses McMahon of breach of agreement between the two sides while Molly claims would have seen him become a WWE employee at a hefty $70,000 per month salary. The lawsuit, which was written by hand and has seen no defendants served at this time, further accuses McMahon of WWE prejudice against Miley after he was arrested in 2022 for attempted homicide and aggravated assault. Oh Miley appears to, be, to claim that his phone and property were unlawfully seized during the arrest while also alleging a conspiracy theory plot to obstruct and annoy any evidence supporting these facts that WWE Alexa uh, Bliss uh, emailed text to I, plaintiff hangout, 
what app email business accounts uh, what app email business accounts that just reads weird as if the situation couldn't get any weirder it turns out that this is the second time miley has filed a lawsuit against wwe he had previously sued them and mcmahon in 2019 alleging that he had signed a fair use contract for the rights to use the name dx and nwo back in 1995 years before either group existed in wwe and wcw and was later not paid the lawsuit would ultimately be dismissed so it sounds like you're really dealing with somebody who's got uh, mental together yeah. yeah some delusions of grandeur and welcome to the island of misfit toys yeah. where the the freaks come out at night bro and this is one of them and I got to say this. It's a guy I say I'm glad he's on my side, even though I have to like smash him down usually five out of six times uh, because he can get out of line on on one of my threads online quickly. But guy went and worked with Brian Jack, who was on a episode of Conspiracy Horseman, was in FCW and has a lot of alleged stooge reports about Kern and other people that talk there and yada, 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 and has a lot of sour grapes. Ryback's another guy that people want to tear down because he is saying truths about things about them pulling snake moves and fucking with his head and his brand. So these guys, I know that might not approach things the best way. The silent heat and the passive aggressive lawyer moves are real. They're not they're not being made up in their head. Now, these guys can take it to an extreme level of who's looking in my window, but they're also not wrong. And then once they finally break down, McMahon's know they got him caught in a trap where see how crazy this motherfucker is. Mm-hmm. But right. be- believe me, there was some wind them up, wind them up, wind them up. Yeah, 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 yeah. But these Look motherfuckers are crazy as well. I will say oh, yeah. that BJ's a crazy Wait, motherfucker. They just- the thing is, is that the office is crazy, but they just know how to put their same faces on sure. when they need to. Yes. And then, you know, a couple of years ago on Twitter, I remember like um, Alexa Bliss and maybe one or two other girls were saying to like fans, like, listen, there's more than one Alexa Bliss account. This is not me. Yes. I will never ask you to send me money. I will never ask you for your bank information. That's just, if somebody's asking you that, it is not me. So maybe this kid got worked somehow by some fake account. And they go, oh, Alexa, I'm gonna make Alexa Bliss for fifty five hundred bucks, but it was like some some guy just catfishing the dude for money. Or is he much like John Teeter from the future, traveled back in time to get the trademark for DX and NWO before they were even an idea? Quite possible. <laughs> that that alone is the fucking break from reality, right? Yeah. I got yeah. him. So, <clears throat> but that combined with the Bobby Ashley. Uh, you know, woke lawsuit, the MLW monopoly yeah. lawsuit, Vince, they the IRS kicking in the door looking at the NDA money. Why? Because he's got $9.3 billion and has probably done over X amount of billion in SEC yeah. violations with insider trading as well. Uh, fucking, uh, what was the other lawsuit? There's one more, uh, maybe that's just the NDAs, but you know, that and some spinal surgery will get you to 78 yeah. years old, brother. <laughs> I can't imagine being in a business where you're constantly being sued. Like, how exhausting that must be because you don't have, they pull up all these things like paperwork from like fucking. 1993 or whatever like oh yeah. my god like, wouldn't you just go there's a billion dollars lawyers i'd never want to hear about it 
I'm going to live the rest of my life anyway. No, I if, I wanna, if I want to, if I want to get up and go to the fucking hospital and punch a newborn baby in the face, you, de- you <laughs> deal, deal with it. the lawsuit. I'm doing it. I don't give a fuck. Like yeah. when you got nine point three billion dollars, that's run the world by a country. Fuck you, money. You yeah. guys deal with it. I don't have to deal with it. I'm that's going. That's why to I, I can't understand why he's even in the day to day business. Like when you have, like I said a couple weeks ago, we have that that kind of fuck you money. Why are you not just on the beach lifting weights all day? His, his birthday is the day after mine, right? He's going to be 78. Why is yep. he? I mean, he, he, I would say, why don't you go to Columbia? Because you can bring Columbia to you with stem cells, adrenochrome, and whatever the yep, fuck yep. else is going on. You like know? transfusion. Yeah, all that. Yeah, well, he's got six, seventeen of Declan's friends that are just giving up blood. Yeah, they're just sitting in chairs like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Get me the blood of Kenyon. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah man it'll be interesting to see what uh next steps in the lawsuits shake out or where vince you know we see him again from recovery of a major spinal surgery uh i don't think you probably won't see him uh until like in october yeah no more squat rack for vince Or he's got an adamantium spine and he can squat more than Boog. I think that's what did it. Boog's <laughs> squatted 1,080 pounds and he saw yeah, that. Fuck you, Boog's move over. Fuck soccer. I want to know what is I use this for my warm up. Cheer <laughs> 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 the Steppenwolf. Get me Steppenwolf. <laughs> Boog's you fat pussy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, keep eating Slim Jims, you fat fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, but plenty, plenty of awesome, awesome inside, but non-booker of the year chat today. (laughs) I appreciate it. And just some really good stuff, whether it was coming from the uh, Instagram talks of blowing off your own business in the investment or the inside gear something I'd known, but I was refreshed was heels called heel because they're backing up on their heels. Not that they turn on the heel and run and da, 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 da. I love that insight and anecdote as, as well as uh, why you are, should do a job in your hometown, why it's important to do that, you know, or, yeah. or you get made as a champion in your hometown. That's the other, you win the title there. So the pop is the biggest. Those are pretty much rules A and B and they yeah, were three. very rudimentary wrestling. Yeah. 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 Big mistakes from uh, creative team members who don't know and don't ask. And also from producers who don't, speak up and just keep collecting that paycheck and letting the wrong things happen uh that that's a that's one of the biggest problems we face in creating a quality show let alone format and who's in the main event and building the wembley stadium and you know start starting the show with dead air knowing that not or not knowing that it was going to be uh these are all huge huge issues and there's no excuse that can be told that will reverse the decision of like oh now i see why you did that no we've been sitting through it settling for it and going what the fuck is wrong with these people bro like how do they not get it you know and we'll say that next week on next week's friday but it's the summer of striz with all the biz uh wednesday locker room is up free on podbean as well as Points, uh, framing uh, Hanley. Uh, but y'all, uh, man, uh, I needed this today, Striz, and I, I can't thank you enough, brother, for man, the my pleasure. 
Yeah, dude. Uh, hopefully tomorrow we go to war and uh, we come out with a big victory for the Amen. two CW office, yep. dude. Yep. And we'll we'll keep you smartened up on that uh, as we go. Uh, but I can't say thank you enough for just uh, awesome, awesome summer Striz so far here on the Friday locker room. Something I look forward to every week, and uh, I know everybody else really always has great feedback. Is one of the uh, true generals here at HMG who's ready Thank to you. come out of the war room anytime and fucking jump into the, the pits of hell with the rest of us. That's right. <laughs> uh, what else going on with you, man? Well, uh, not, not really a lot, but the, the summer of stress is starting to wind down, man. We're yeah, like man. already two weeks into August and uh, Fuck. there's only, but what, what do you have? Maybe two or three more Friday locker rooms left this month. There's a weird yeah. month where, you know, we might get five of them in, but um you know, uh, if if uh, you're following Ben or myself on the X, you can follow me at Strangler Steve underscore. You'll notice I have a tweet that went up a couple of days. It actually went up yesterday or like on, uh, what's it? It went up Wednesday. And it says, uh, book your company on financial success. Mm-hmm. Let's get 50 retweets behind that. Let's do that. <laughs> we got enough followers between the two of us. We shouldn't, yeah. we should be able to get 50 retweets without, uh, you know, fucking killing ourselves so no, you, that's that's the you know, order that's an order maggots uh we so want you get over out there, there. yeah yeah and you give that a retweet it's like maybe one or two uh maybe three uh retweet it tag so. your favorite organizations yeah. i don't care where they're out there japan to mexico to canada to u.s and uh you know just for shits and giggles if anything let's get it out there just to make people go i hate that fucking steve <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah fuck you that heat since the day i was fucking bored hmm. but i'll tell you he, what he jeff, jarrett's like, jeff jarrett's like i remember when he wore purple and black and i yeah, fucking wore cocksucker. Oh uh, yeah, man. And definitely follow him uh and, and actually turn on the alert notice. So whenever he puts out one of his great tweets saying we need a gif of your favorite whatever, so you can get a shout out on the Wednesday locker room. Yeah, we know yeah. that's the, the people's show and you want to be a part of that. So all those Striz tweets out there, um, keep them keep them firing, man. Uh what else? Yeah, this weekend, Premier TV, uh the Sons of Allah defend our tag team championships. Uh, triple threat tag match, Enzo Amore on the show, Teddy Long, Fondango, Cheeseburger, Jorah Joel. Uh, so it's going to be, uh, and, and more surprises to come from the Nexus Center in Utica, New York. You tyke, I know some HMG soldiers are making a long trip uh, to come check it out live. Brand new arena uh, and our first time on pay-per-view. What could possibly go wrong? <laughs> I won't be there. Yeah, uh, but yeah, well, I, I will be there, and uh, you know, me and Blazer, I'm ready to kick some ass. So uh, I am worried almost for my opponents, depending on how tomorrow goes. Oh God, that <laughs> there could be some serious shit broken out in that match if I got some anger issues to work with. Uh, so somebody's getting a million dollar baby ass whooping in that one. So. <laughs> well, y'all, uh, you guys subscribing here, channelattitude.com. It was a great time for Master Shoot Theater as well. I owe so much on the Patreon. I know it. Uh, today's not going to be the day, and tomorrow won't be either, and Saturday maybe. Well, maybe it's tonight. Uh, I just uh, – a uh, uh, negative sleep and working our asses off trying to make it happen, but you guys are the best fans in all of wrestling, the HMG unit soldiers. Make sure you're subscribed over to the new Hami Media Group. So you can join all the fun on the Pick'em Challenges, the meme culture, the show watch-alongs, and uh, everything we got going on. Shout out, shout out to all the producers busting their ass and uh, keep sending the shows, and I'll keep uploading, hopefully on time. Uh, but no promises made, infidels. It's the Striz. It's Hacker Hameen. Ding dong. Hello. You know what to do. Get vaccinated. Y'all love. Uh...
Oh, and recording. We got to do 